maybe we should get uh, the bishop to to bless the podcast before we get started. Thank you very much, Alex. Um, let's all bow our heads and praise uh, Jesus and all of his children and his disciples because Jesus had kids. But anyway, I just want everybody to bow your heads and thank God that you don't look like a beaver. That's it. <laughs> you know how hard it is to walk around with this beaver face. People always throwing pieces of wood at me. When I was a child, they used to tell me to sharpen their pencils. And I said, I look like a beaver, but I don't sharpen no fucking pencils. I'm tired of your fucking with T.D. Jakes because I look like a beaver. And fuck you very much. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Bishop. Time for me to go back to my beaver hole. I don't actually live in a hole. I live under a beaver's stuff. I was about to say, of everything I know about beavers, I'm pretty sure they don't live in holes. <laughs> actually, that's incorrect. We just make dams because we're bored. <laughs> this is a new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another sensational jam-packed hour of Decoding 40. Buckle in and get ready for the hilarity of Black Boy Joy. Uh, this is your boy L.O. And I am your host for the week. And my AKA is Sweet Brown. You guys remember Sweet Brown? No. Oh, well, Boy that? Joy and Sweet Brown unrelated but okay yeah okay it needs some pauses yeah uh, add the appropriate pauses in your mind please uh <laughs> sweet boy brown joy, was... boy joy definitely needs a pause <laughs> sweet brown was the internet sensation that said jesus has a fire oh, oh, yeah. sweet brown sweet brown so who am i here joined with please What's up, your boy Vin in the building, fresh off vacation, refreshed, ready to go, ready to be funny. This, this is Alaric. Did you hear the joy in my voice? He got a lot of boy joy in there. Oh, that is as much boy, that's as much boy joy as I can, I can ex, that I you can, can muster right now. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't bring any more boy joy than that. Wow. All right. I'm now regretting me even so using that phrase at this point. Who would like to begin this week with a check-in? I'll go first. It was a awesome fucking week in Aruba. Um, I cannot stress that enough. We're actually recording uh, a little later this week because I couldn't get good internet. But other than that, I had a fucking blast. Um, I went with my wife and my daughter. We went snorkeling. I actually saw you went away. Snapping. Went to Aruba. Had a great time. The, the weather was beautiful. The water was gorgeous. I'm really in love with Aruba. I'm just in love with that environment. Had a great time. Uh, like I said, went snorkeling. Saw some fishies. Beautiful man. Um, saw a shipwreck. It was actually a German something, a Ger some sort of German boat during World War II that was sunk off the coast. coast excuse me, of Aruba. That was there. So that was that was amazing. And, you know, really connected with my wife, man. Like we, we hung out like fucking like we were 25 again. 
And the plan was to go to Aruba. We actually brought food with us because Aruba is very expensive. So we brought stuff like, you know what? Every night we're going to come in and we're going to cook a meal and we're going to save money. Man, listen. <laughs> Second day, we went out to we went out to some bar and wound up drinking. And we were supposed to just come out and see the sunset and go back to the house. But no, we decided that we were going to fucking drink. And then we wound up getting something to eat and said, fuck it, we're not going out. You know what I mean? But uh, it was a good time. And we had a, so we're not going to go back and cook. So that happened a couple, two or three times during the uh, process of being there. And, Wait, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, did you say that you brought food to Aruba with yes. the intention of cooking? Okay. Because we, we rented an Airbnb. So food in Aruba, if you have to go out every night, is, is expensive. But if you have to shop in Aruba, the food there is like, it, it's, you know, Anything, anything, chicken, meat, anything, that's that's really ridiculous. The prices are ridiculous. So we said, well, let's bring stuff just in case, you know, we'll, we instead of going shopping and buying that stuff and putting it in the refrigerator, we can bring it with us and it'll be a lot cheaper. Again, we wound up bringing food back because the plan went out the window night two when we decided to go out to have some drinks. And then the next night, we, we just had that bug, man. We just, we were like, yo, let's act like we're in our 20s again. And one night we got really shit faced. We went to uh, what was it called? Ordelays, and the cervezas and tequila shots were bumping, and the chicken nachos were ridiculous. They had an old, they had this old Jamaican man there singing songs. Can't say he had the greatest voice in the world, but after four shots of tequila, he sounded like Barry White. It was ridiculous. Was Great did time. you feel swooned while he was singing? I don't know how I should take that, so I'm gonna take it as disrespect. <laughs> I don't know if you're being disrespectful or not. I was. Not I was. Like, don't worry. Yeah, you I took it correctly. Surely. Um, it was a good time. I had a great time. No, that sounds amazing. So this is your second time there. Yeah, I went. I went last year around this mm -hmm. time, and it's just a beautiful island. It's peaceful. There's only. It's only a population of like over a hundred thousand people. It's quiet. You know, we had this beautiful home. And like, did you say at the same place as last year? No, no, no. I okay. we, we rented another home, uh, okay. and it's it's in the Nord section of it. It's like mm -hmm. the north part of of Aruba. Yeah, I think. That's and it's in a quiet neighborhood, man. And you you when you leave, when you come out the house like at night, it's just like you see the sky, you see all the stars and shit, like all all the stars. You know, mm -hmm. it was just it was really 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 good. I mean, I I recommend you guys to go. It's definitely family oriented because you can rent the house. The the beaches are gorgeous. Snorkel Did you all rent a car? Them. Yeah, yeah. We had like okay. a little. It doesn't make sense to to rent like a super duper sedan because you're not really driving around with the thing. You're going like literally two miles everywhere. It's two or three miles from where you're going to be. At. I remember when I was looking at it, they had like these little like really like compact cars, really like put puts, not anything over like midsize. Well, we had um, I had the it was a Hyundai, it was an Elantra or something like that. Oh, not okay. Elantra. One of the Hyundai's. So it was like the size of a of a Corolla Civic. or something. Yeah, Civic? Corolla okay, S Civic you. S. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. something like that. For again, you're not going to be super uncomfortable because you're literally going every everything is ten minutes away. Got everything it. is ten minutes away. So you know you and everybody's driving the same thing. So you don't feel you know oh, I got this little shit box. No, everybody's driving the same Hyundai Elantra or whatever. And you know it's just the the you know the food was good. The, you know the drinks were good. The, beach was beautiful just a great great time man and and 
Whew, it was hard coming back to this motherfucker, boy. That's crazy. I don't understand. We, yeah, I, I can imagine. Right now with the weather. We, we thought we were going to get a call. You saying, uh, look, fellas, I'm not coming back. I quit. Son. I quit Son. New York. I quit the U.S., right? <laughs> oh, <'cause laughs> I quit America. Yo, it was, I think it was Monday. It might have been Monday or Sunday we were there. And we're like, you know, you, it's starting to kind of wind down. You're like, oh, fuck, it's good. We got to go home soon. Yo, I seriously picked up my phone and started looking at other Airbnb places and was going to extend from the 28th on for another week, change my flight and do all of that shit. I was like, if we can do this for like three grand, I'll do it. But then you know, I was like, damn, the kid got to go back to school. You guys got to go if you haven't gone, really. It's no, I definitely want to go. I definitely want to go. You have you have definitely sparked my interest mm-hmm. in Aruba. Mm-hmm. Although I've always had an interest in Aruba. I, I, it was a, a guy that I knew growing up his name was Aruba. I thought that was an interesting name. Then I found out it was he was actually named after an island. So I was like, oh, cool. Anyway. And where's, and where's Mr. Aruba right now? I have no idea because we didn't have Facebook 25 mm-hmm. years ago. So I'm sure if you put his name in as Aruba Jenkins, it's going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I don't remember people's last name. So it's very <laughs> difficult for me to even find them. Aruba now. Jenkins. It's spelled with two U's. <laughs> Aruba. <laughs> Aruba. <laughs> well, that's my checking, guys. Dakota Forty. Alaric, what's <laughs> going on with your week, sir? Oh man, I'm back home. Um, I was in West Virginia again. This time I was in Ripley, West Virginia, which is a very, very rural area believe it or not um believe it or not and you know cell phone service is kind of sketchy and that's how you know when you're in the sticks when your phone stops working but on day three of the shoot we are driving to another location where we're shooting like a breakaway we call that like you know a scene that's not connected to it's part of the overall show, but it's not at the location that we're shooting the rest of the time. And we are driving on these back roads in uh, Ripley, West Virginia. I think we're outside of Ripley because we're like an hour from location. And we're running out of gas. The Wait, gas light is on. Oh. The gas light is on. Square like Phone a service. Phone service is spottier than a motherfucker. Are you hearing the screams of your ancestors right now? <laughs> Get the fuck out. So, I'm in the ba- I'm in I'm in the back seat and the the director of photography, the DP was sitting in the front seat also and I'm sitting in the back and I'm like, "Please God, do not let us run out of gas in the middle of nowhere." I mean, it looked like the crossroads where you make a deal with the devil. It looked like we were around that area because there was nothing. There was nothing. And all I can imagine is like we get stuck and we're on somebody's private property and we don't know it. And they come out with with shotguns. That's the that's the thing that was going on in my mind. Mm. So somehow we managed to get one bar and figured out we need to go back three miles to get, you know, gas. And I'm praying. I'm like, please let us get there. Cause I'm not, I'm staying in the car. Like, if you got to walk to get gas, I'm going to be right here. 
in the car in the back in, with the tinted windows. You can't see me <laughs> under this blanket. I'm not. Nah, they yeah, have, they I don't want to fuck a, around. In in those locations, those that part of the country, they the cops have um, Negro finders. It's some sort of technology <laughs> that they can see through tents. He's in there. Boy. He's in there. I can smell him. <laughs> Smells I, like a vegetarian. Know, that yeah, actually reminds me of a time when I was uh, driving to New Hampshire when I was in business school. Yeah. And one time I usually I had a very strict regimen about my gassing up the car. One time for some whatever reason, I, I deviated from this regimen. And when I got to New Hampshire, it was late. And I knew the next gas station was like, I don't know, maybe five, somewhere between five and 10 miles. But I did not want to get stuck where I thought I would be because there's nothing there but the smell of old white Confederate people. Mm. And what I did was, and this is when I found out that the, the car that we had, that Mercedes was amazing. I put it basically in neutral and let it ride the hills for wow. about three miles. And the car just kept going. And I was like, Lord, whatever is happening, just keep letting it happen until I get to the gas station. And oh, that, that, that was your look at God moment right there. Yeah, it really was. And then I, I saw a police officer sitting, probably waiting for speed speeders. And I was like, I'm clearly not speeding. So if he pulls me over, I'm going to have a problem because I don't want to have to turn this car off <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to be a problem. But he didn't do anything. I kept rolling and basically rolled into the gas station. It's not a good feeling. It's it's a horrible feeling, especially when you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere by yourself, and, you have, and it's dark or some shit like that. Forget it. In in an area that is not known for a high or even low black population, because you pretty much right. are the black population, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's it's me and two other artsy looking northerners <laughs> fucking in the in the sticks in West Virginia now. Now, I learned something on this trip. So during the Civil War, Virginia and West Virginia split because right. West Virginia joined the Union. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize that that's why it was it separated. Mm. Yep. So they, they, are, they were a Union state. And I, I think they might be a purple state. Like, West they, Virginia? I, I think so. It's more red. That's a uh, mansion state. Yeah, but he's he's a, a he's supposed a Democrat. Democrat. He's not a Democrat. Well, yeah, they're faking like Democrats. <laughs> well, they voted for him thinking he was kind of like a Democrat. He was Democrat light. But they keep voting for him knowing that he's not. Well, right. yeah, you're right. Well, he's Democrat. Well, he rep- that's, that's he, rep- he represents it. he represents the Dixiecrat from the 60s, where 50, it's like 50, eh, 60. Yeah, well, the same, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like he still stands for, you know, that type of white conservative but at the same time he might you know give you a band-aid for your cut type shit like he's he's protecting his interest in coal of course well that's that is for sure yeah he's not even playing around with that he's (laughs) he's not even hiding it he's like no he's not hiding that shit at all (laughs) he he, instead of a diamond ring he's got a coal ring (laughs) someone someone else pointed out to me that there are about five to ten thousand coal workers currently in the entire state. Wow. No, the, Are you entire coal industry, the entire coal industry. Wait a minute. Say that again. 
the entire coal industry in West Virginia is five to 10,000 people, workers. It's that small now. Wow. But for some reason, they, they are that dog whistle because that also signifies any person who's a, a working man, the, the, the yeah. average Joe. You know, he's, he's, he's their plumber Joe, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that was I thought that was fucking fascinating because they seem to be holding back a lot of policy based on right like ten thousand people. I had no idea. I thought that it was I thought the entire state was digging coal right now. But what, what's but, fascinating about that is it goes back to the whole representation within Congress, right? You have these yeah. small factions in America that are pretty much holding up progress for three hundred million people. Yeah, just because I, they I want can, to rely on old antiquated e- either thinking, process, or resources. The funny thing is, like the coal industry and and their employees never had a good relationship. They were always taking advantage of the employees, and it was always beef between them. I'm I'm almost positive every person that works in the coal mines doesn't want that for their children, but they're not setting up a future for them either. If you're holding this this industry up as being the only thing that's keeping you alive, the only thing that's possible for you to do, but what are your children going to do? You want them in the coal mines too? Get Hell black yeah. lung? Hell yeah. I got black it, lung, they can get black lung too. <laughs> but they don't but they don't actually want that. I like that. They think they're working in these mines to give their their, their children a better tomorrow. That was but a perfect better tomorrow. These are yeah. my children. These are my children. They don't need no better tomorrow. Hey, we we we're doing we're doing fine up in these fucking hills. Okay, I like my black lung. Oh, uh, aggressive black ass. You know, my 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 oldest son Jebediah. He 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 actually graduated fifth grade. So he's 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 the smartest one in the group. We've been digging coal our old fucking lives. My grandpappy, yeah. My, my grandpappy did it. His my, pappy my did it before him. His pappy did it. Yeah. They don't care about these kids' futures. Stop mm-hmm. it. But it's not the workers, though. What do you They're, mean it's I, not the workers? I, because I feel like it's, it's, it's the mansions of the world who are fucking manipulating the narrative. But anyway. Right, now I'm going to sound like Ben because they have to take some responsibility on the industry that they go into and that their they kids do. eventually go into. They do. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. I'm, I'm happy to be home. Oh, I, I did take the kids to... A roller skating party today. Did you roller skate? I did not. Cause you know how to roller skate. I have roller skated before. I have seen it done before. No, I, I, I think the last time I was on roller skates, I was probably like ten years old. Wow. Really? But I, I, but, I, for me. but I know how to rollerblade. I didn't have rollerbladed. I rollerbladed like in my twenties. I had rollerblades. I'm I committed to get back into a roller skating ring. Yeah, rink. The last oh, time I roller skated was somewhere it had to be in junior high school and i fell and someone rolled over my head oh mm. and that was the last time i roller skated i don't blame you which in turn prevented me from ever trying ice skating because i was thinking <laughs> oh, oh you yeah. lose his fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it's not going oh, gonna be, like it's gonna be least, ugly yeah like at least they're just rolling over my finger if i ice skate they could literally just sever my hand you know, yeah, just you don't want to. You don't want to yeah. be in that situation, right? Not yeah, they're called blades, but I don't think they actually razor blades. No, no, no they're, they're, they're not. They're not they're sharp like that. Knives. Really? Have you guys been ice skating? So. I've done it no, several times. I've never. 
I've done ice skating. <laughs> Wait a minute. You've never gone ice skating and you're trying to encourage me to go ice skating. I'm just saying they're not fucking chef's knives. They're not. It's They're, they're not that sharp, but you know what I'm saying? It, it would cause some sort of injury. It would. It may not sever your fingers, but it's going to fuck yeah. your hand up pretty well. You walk it pretty off. Good. Excuse me. You're not going to walk <laughs> it off. Walk away <laughs> with my fingers still Rub on some ice. dirt on it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, sir, you, here's a cup of ice. Put your severed finger in there, sir. It's, you get, <laughs> you'll be fine. Never, nah, so I, I, I haven't been on roller skates since I was probably like 10. And um, my wife bought a ticket that allowed me to rent skates. Mm-hmm. But I did not. Because I'm like, look, I'm with two toddlers who've never been on roller skates. All three of us can't just be falling down. Like, who's going <laughs> to Like, we're all on the ground. You know, and and the guy, you know, the monitor that goes around. And he's uh, he's picking me and my kids up. They're gonna lose respect for me. I can't just be on the ground like that. These are facts. I, you got to get up in a certain period of time. I told you, I'm falling in front of my son, and I had to yeah. get up quickly. No. So you just got to get up very fast. No, no. <laughs> so I just keep my shoes <laughs> on. Like, hey, I'm trying to teach you, like as if I know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> in my shoes, leading them around the rink. And then uh, one of the parents fell down and dislocated her wrist. And at first, you know, people were sort of crowded around her. I thought, you know, they were, I thought she was laughing at first, but she was actually crying. (laughs) And I looked over and her wrist looked like a question mark. I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, that fucking hurts. Wow. See, this is is why. Wait, was she in her 40s, you think? Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. See, this is why this this idea that I have in my head worries me. Yeah, because she thought she was still 10 and she probably yeah. tried to go backwards and shit. Exactly. Should have got those wrist guards. <laughs> exactly. Weak you wrist know, you know what's encouraging me? I've been seeing these videos of roller skaters in our age. Bracket, yeah. yeah. And they look very cool. Yeah. And I've been saying to myself, I should try it. Central Park in the summer. You can see them out there. Go watch the first and then figure it out. I've watched enough. I I'm, I think I'm ready to go out there. You ready to go? Uh, you, you know, what? wait. You know, you know. There's when the kids start to learn how to uh, uh, roller skate, they get these uh, sort of triangular uh, uh, sort of prop, uh, something to prop them up. Have mm-hmm. you seen this? No. All right, I'll send you your picture. It's like a walker. It's like a walker. Yeah, with wheels on it, and oh, they so just use that to kind of get the you know maintain the balance. I need that. <laughs> I know that I do need that, but the number of cool points that I would lose this thing is using that with a scaffolding around it, okay. right? You would actually have no cool points. You'd be negative cool. You'd be in the negative one hundred cool, sir. You have a scaffolding around you. Is there a reason why you're skating with a scaffolding? There are people climbing around you, sir, while you skate. So, it's people so doing chin-ups. On your scaffolding, sir. Sir, you, you, you're in a bubble, sir. I don't think we can seize your feet, sir. You <laughs> yeah. got to get over the fear of falling. So I, I do want to try it again, but um, I don't know. There, there's a bit of fear. So, But I'm saying to myself, no more fear. Just move move past it. All right. Well, just don't get Danny Terrio on them skates. Yeah, not but, yet. That's the goal next year. Matter of fact, maybe I'll just have a skate party for my 50th. Mm, I'm like, you'd be the only one skating. I know. <laughs> we'd be clapping for We're going to wait for not a bar. <laughs> Hold up. El, El's going El's gonna to do some fucking trick where he's got a ramp and fucking jump over the <laughs> party goers. <laughs> wait, we all got to line up here jumps over yeah. us? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just line up and be be ready to call EMTs when uh yeah, <laughs> when when you call when my wrist looks like a question mark. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Uh that's my check-in. What's going on with me? So last week Alaric was kind enough to invite me and my wife out to an event. Uh it was Love is Love, which was a dance uh, exhibition at LPR. It was an amazing event. I you didn't know it, but I am incredibly uh, drawn to dance events. I used okay. to go to Alvin Ailey every year for my birthday and watch the performance. And then there's a few other times like I, I enjoy watching. Um, what do they call them? The, uh, the the ballroom dances. Oh, OK. And those competitions mm-hmm. like I'll go online and I'll just watch those. Those are just pretty fascinating to me. But any type, like uh, Lay Twins and all of that, I, I really and I, I, I enjoy dancing. At one point, I felt like I was a pretty decent dancer. So now in later life, again, similar to skating, right? I'm I'm living through <laughs> vicariously through other people. So um, what You're I doing found two step, but in your mind, you oh yeah, are... my mind, I'm 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 doing backflips and headspins. Yes, I get it. What I found fascinating about that event, it was the first event that uh, I was in. It was the largest event that I had been in since this whole COVID yeah. thing had, had gone down. And initially, when we walked in, it was filled to capacity. We couldn't even get into the actual venue portion. We were still in that, you know, that outdoor side. Right. And then the, the thought, I don't know if you guys have seen this clip, um, Franklin from Snowfall, where he's like, um, what does he say? He says, uh, Tiana, Khadijah, him, 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 bodies, 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 bodies. That's how it felt like COVID was in that piece. Like, I want them, <laughs> them, 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 her, her. Because it was tight and people were just breathing and it was just like, oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then after a while, it's kind of like one of those things where you just have to kind of just take a deep breath and let your mind just go with the flow. And with that, I had, my wife and I had a really good time. So thank you again for inviting us. It was uh, amazing talent that was on, that hit that stage. And uh, yeah, it was just a great time. It was good to be back in LPR. Last time we were joking, my wife and I, uh, last time we were there was to see uh, Michelle Indigue Ocello. That was a great show. So every time I'm there, I have a great time. The time before that, I actually was uh, working with a friend and we were doing events there and I met Lord Finesse and had a very cool conversation with him. And uh, so that LPR just always, I always have a good time there and it's always right. good space. And just in, in for the sake of brevity, I'm going to cut my check-in shorter. The other thing we did was we watched, or at least I watched, my wife and I started to watch The Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. I finished it. It's good. Did you? I actually enjoyed it. I I, I thought it was actually pretty pretty well done. Still not completely sold on uh, Patterson being uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman yeah. for that matter. But it, it was enjoyable. I thought the storyline was pretty. You know, for for uh, a comic book series and comic book mi- movie, superhero movie. I thought it, I thought it was pretty done pretty well. I will I, agree I, with you. He is the worst Batman. <laughs> like when he wasn't in the costume. I'm like, that dude is mad frail. Yes, exactly. There's no way he's kicking anybody's ass. Right. And but although, to their credit, they did let him get beat up a little bit. Yeah, because he was mad frail. Of course he's getting Right. <laughs> so maybe this was like the early Batman. 
Yeah. But um, before he put on lights. Yeah. <laughs> before he started eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> I liked, I can't remember his name, but he was the same actor that played uh, Claw in uh, Black Panther. I don't know his name, but I know you. Yeah. I liked him as Alfred. I, I thought that was an interesting take on it. And Zoe, um, what's her last Kravitz. name? Kravitz. Oh, no. Kravitz. Kravitz. She was a good cat woman. I thought she was a pretty good cat woman. I still think, you know, I told you guys she looks incredibly frail in person. I saw her at LAX on a, a red eye back to New York. Um, and she had a beekeeper's hat on her head to her, but all it did was draw attention to her. Are there bees on this flight? <laughs> right, exactly. just worried about the bees? <laughs> what is she doing? And... <laughs> Look at this bitch with this hat on. Looking stupid as shit. Stupid bees. What draws words? Wearing that stupid hat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, on that note, um, I'll tell you what else is funny. Uh, yeah, she, she was cute. She was. Cute. I can't think of her sexy. She just looks so tiny. She looks like a thirteen-year-old girl to me. I, it, it's not sexy to me. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was. She was sexy. Mm. I, you know that I, I saw. Her, I saw. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird a little bit. Uh oh. I saw her mom a little bit. I, saw, I always see her mom. Her. I do always see her mom, even yeah. when she's just posing for photos. I I yeah. always see Lisa Bonet. But I was gonna say just to go back. That flight was so weird. Pusha T was also on that flight. It was just a bizarre. It was a bizarre flight. Yeah, it was somebody else. I can't think who else. Cracks and bees. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And speaking of Pusha T, I have not listened to the album yet. I did listen to the track with Jay Z. I was surprised by the melody and the tone of that song, but it was actually a really good song. He had a really great line in that. He said. The FBI were leaving all white vans on his block. Damn, Daniel. Do you remember that meme? I remember damn, damn you, yeah. Yeah, because it started out because Daniel was wearing these all white vans. Wow, that's clever. It was nice. pretty fucking clever. That is nice. Listen, he he's a, he's a dope MC. He does not get enough uh, credit for uh, the bars nah, that he, he drops. Although he did get enough credit when he went after Drake, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So on that note, uh, this is Leon. That's my check-in, and I am done speaking. I know you thought last week was bad, but let me tell you about this week in racism. So as you know, Brittany Griner, who is a WNBA superstar, remains in Russia. Uh, she was taken into custody in February after customs officials allegedly found hashish oil in a luggage at the airport near Moscow. Russian officials said that a criminal case has been opened against the American citizen for smuggling a significant amount of drugs. Uh, significant, I would put in air quotes. So anyway, uh, Griner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist who plays for the Russia's professional team, UMMC Akatarimbug, could face up to 10 years in prison. This is a fascinating story as it develops because she's basically been in jail for two months and there's no telling what the inside of a Russian prison looks like. So let's talk about what's taking so long to get her out of jail. Is this a public relations matter? Do you believe that there are a certain number of conversations that are happening 
and back channels that might be contributing to her release? Or is this just a matter of a Black queer woman who is being left to rot and being used as a pawn? First of all, are they sure as hashish oil and not like Egyptian musk? Did they... Did they test it? Because I, I have a feeling. You know what's so funny? That's that's the first thing I would have done. I said, Hashim's oil? I would have put that on my wrist and like, like rubbing it. No, 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 this. Papa. No. This is, this is my oh, fragrance. This is Egyptian musk. This motherfuckers. <laughs> Which is a great question, though, because yeah. that's ex- exactly what I would ask. Like, how do you know what yeah, it was? How do you know hashish oil? Did it say hashish right. oil? <laughs> right. Illegal in Russia, do not go take it there. Is that what the label said? Yeah, exactly. Well, you, well, you know what it is, is that if they if they don't have like vaping at all, yeah, didn't you have an issue with 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 a vape or it was illegal somewhere, in, in, right? In Singapore, vaping is completely outlawed. And yeah. I had two jewels and a few pods, and they took them at the border and they took it like I was. Not like I was smuggling drugs, because if I was smuggling drugs in Singapore, I would not be here right now. Like, I I think, is, is it a death sentence? No, that's Philippines. But I would have been locked up abroad, for sure. You'd have, meet, you'd have eaten grubs. Yeah. yeah. You, I, you don't fuck around in Singapore. There's a, there's a list of places that I would, Russia, Mexico, the no, Philippines. You don't fuck around. I don't want to be in your. Those are the places. I think those are the worst places to be put in prison. Oh, in Brazil, I saw that documentary. I do not want to be in a Brazilian jail. Mm. You know well, what? The, this- the immediate thought I have in my head is like it's not even a prison. It is just a dungeon with mold and ivy just yeah. lining the walls. And yeah. that's all I. That's people. all I imagine. Chains, chains where people died, and all that's left is their, <laughs> right. is their You can bones. see the skeleton bones <laughs> still hanging <laughs> into the chains. <laughs> oh, come on, she's not in Putin's house. She's in a jail. <laughs> and and they just open up a fucking trap and just throw down slop onto the floor, and she's eating it off the floor. Nah, Yo, I don't think I don't. I don't side know. note: Brittany Griner's locks are going to look like shit when she gets out. Yeah, she is immediately going to a loctician. So, what do you guys think is happening? Is is are there? Do you think that there are conversations happening in back channels, or is her status, particularly as a black queer woman, not being recognized as something important that we need to be pretty uh, adamant about getting her out? Um, and I say that because I saw Tamika Mallory's post on IG the other day or earlier this week where she mentioned that she had reached out to her people and to her representation and wanted to create some more uh, vocal protests about why she's still in in Russia. Mm-hmm. And she got pushed back saying that they don't need that kind of publicity right now because it's going to disrupt what's happening in the background. I trust Do you think that's true? Do you trust that? I, but not Tamika, but do you trust what she Tamika was told as far as the reason why she should she should fall back? I do. I, I think yeah, I think I it's think I think it's complicated. Yeah. Especially I, I right now with what's going on in the world. Yeah. And I think she's it's def- definitely being used by porn. She's being I, I think I think it's is it's definitely complicated. They're obviously having conversations because she's being prosecuted. At least her lawyers are talking to the prosecution. Maybe by making that splash. It might make it harder on her. I don't know. It, it's my understanding from what I've read that 
the United States has not been able to talk to her or her lawyers because she hasn't signed some sort of document that will give like basically it gives them gives them the right to to do something like she hasn't signed a document that allows them to get any information from her from her legal team so they really don't know what's going on right now she has to sign some sort of document for them to do that and why she hasn't signed that document whether she's been even whether she even knows that document exists i don't know but uh that's that's one thing that i that i read that's kind of putting a kibosh or not it's it's not helping at this hmm. point and you know with what's going on in ukraine with russia and us supplying weapons it's it's really really a sensitive time like she you know unfortunately it was the worst time in the world to get caught at a, why was at she a even, russian why was she there she, she plays was, she, plays ball. Plays, she plays she ball. plays ball which is which is really another conversation and topic that we could have about the the disparate uh uh income between NBA and WNBA players and how WNBA players are supplementing their income by playing yeah. abroad that's in order to make a livable wage. Like they should have a league minimum that's a livable wage. They should all be making $250,000 a year at the very least right. as a league minimum because you can't tell me that the owners of these teams are not generating money. They're generating some money that yeah. they can afford to pay their players a livable wage where some dumb shit like this doesn't happen. And if they, and if at the very least supplement their income with fucking sponsorships, like there's gotta be a sponsorship somewhere that they can get, you know what I mean? Like they shouldn't have to go to fucking Russia and, and risk being in a situation like this. So I remember reading or hearing that the economics aren't there where the, the money that's being poured into the NBA is nowhere near what it, the, the WNBA is reaping. So that yeah. is contributing to the lack of revenue sharing or um, uh, minimum salaries that the women of the WNBA are being able to reap. So I did want to add this because I, I just came across this and I want to make sure we put this on the record. So uh, Brittany Griner's agent, Lindsay Kawaga Colas, said that she's spending hours in communication every day with a dedicated group of people who are working to get BG home. Is a community filled with activists, including WNBA players who've led some of the most important cultural conversations in recent years. It's a community that chooses its words carefully, that's used to moving together as a unit. Uh, Colas wrote that she couldn't get, uh, could not delve into the details of Griner's case. Uh, she called out pay disparities that compel female players like Griner to seek more lucrative second jobs like playing in Russia or Turkey, but they're doing everything that they can to get BG home. And her heart is overflowing with joy for the Reed family. Again, I, I have some probably ill-informed thoughts about the situation, but one, I wish we had more detail around the circumstances that led to her being arrested. Because just saying that she had hashish oil on her person or in her luggage sounds very weak to me. But going beyond that, I would like to know, and maybe we can't, you know, maybe because these are conversations that are very uh, sensitive and delicate that they, they can't make it into the public square. But it, it just seems to me that there's not enough conversation being had as to um, getting this uh, woman home. And the idea that she is sitting in a prison cell is just mind-boggling to me and uh, and you know she's probably brought that oil in and throughout that airport a number probably. of times several Never times had a problem and it was the one asshole that made it a problem and 
what it was is it's during what was happening now with U.S. and Ukraine. Right. And someone probably saw her somewhere, made a phone call, and they wanted to make a big deal of it. Because she, especially if she plays in the fucking right. country. Like, what the right. fuck? I, I think they are. If they probably knew she already traveled with that stuff and saw the opportunity to pick her up. Of course. And she is, she is, she is a pawn in this game. But I don't think she's going to change whether Russia or the United, whether the United States helps Ukraine or, or whether Russia leaves Ukraine. She's not that kind of chess piece at all. But I think what it does is it sort of, it's an embarrassment to America. Mm-hmm. She is a gold medal winning right. American athlete. And um, if she wasn't so high profile, if she wasn't such a high profile individual, we wouldn't even know that this is happening. Right. But it's at the point that we know, and it's it's a, it's a media story. They so they've got a they've got a piece to play mm-hmm. in this whole whole thing. Yeah, it's and bullshit. yeah, I, and I'm sure behind the scenes there's a lot of conversation, and the State Department I'm sure is involved, whether they s- publicly say it or not. That you know that's what they're there for. The Department of State, that's what they're there for. That's well, what from do. what I, again, reading I, reading that article, I think the same one that L read, they talked about basically when it comes to certain situations, the State Department kind of puts their hands up and goes, oh, that's that's their laws. Not, so you got to kind of. This is not one of those situations. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to lean to the optimist. Not, but I, I don't this know. Is not, this, this is the part that's, that's the troubling. The reason why I say that is because she's not a nobody. If she it was a nobody. Matter. It doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Nope. Because it this country matter. does not value black queer yes. women. That's why. And not only that, not here's only that. Why, here's why it matters. Is because her is. name, a nobody goes away. She's not going away. That's why it matters. About she, she. So how long do you think it's going to take for her to get out? If, if, if she's who she is, she should have been, been detained well, in the first fucking place. How, she, how do you if know? They knew it was, if they knew it was she's playing such a for problem... Team for Russian team. If they, they okay. if if they knew that she wasn't going to be a, if they knew that she was, let me be let a me problem, say this. They wouldn't fuck with her. Let me say this. Whether she had the hashish oil or not, she's going to be prosecuted for that crime. You know, right? The so, is? so ten years. I don't at. look. Well, no, she's, she's not. She's not in America right now. She's in another country, a different legal system, and she's being prosecuted. So there's that process. Right. So they can't. It's not like the the, the State Department can subvert that project, that that process, process. because it's not our process. It's not our country. But what they can do is say, what can we do to get this person home? Because right now they're they're they're, There's nothing they can do. They're not going to invade Russia to bring her home. They already got sanctions going for Ukraine. So it's not they're not going to do that. Uh, I say bomb Russia and free Brittany Griner. On that note, we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. X hamster. Oh, wait, that's my private account. Don't follow that. Decoding 40.
you guys know uh, Madison Cawthorn, uh, representative out of the, st- the great state of North Carolina. Yeah, Coke and RGs. Yeah, so uh, Representative Madison Cawthorn, he's a Republican who has accused other Republicans of inviting him to Coke-fueled orgies inside of training, trading and in inappropriate relationships with a male aide. A lot to unpack here, but just to give a little bit of background on Madison, who you all may have know, may know or may have seen, he is now in a wheelchair. And did you know that he was in a wheelchair because of an accident at the age of 18, which resulted from his friend who was driving a BMW X3? I don't know why that's important, but they were in Daytona Beach and his friend fell asleep and crashed into the concrete barrier and caught on his feet oh, wow. on the dashboard. Why were they on the dashboard? Dangling, baby. Go ahead, baby. So, um, was his friend jerking him off while he was driving <laughs> and he lost control? I think they ended on the dashboard fucking... based on the way that the car oh, crashed. Yeah, flipped over. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if it flipped over, but crashed. Alec, you going to well, say something? I was going to say, you know how white people sometimes will put their feet on the dashboard while they're driving down the highway? It wouldn't be my car, but. They put him on some people's cars dashboard. Maybe that's what happened. Actually, you know what? I and I have seen people fall asleep like that with their feet on the dashboard. So that's probably yeah. what they meant. So, so and that wasn't it wasn't in my car. I want to say what you say, Ben? His feet went through the windshield? Or no. did the, the Jeep roll over and his feet were There's outside no mention of a rollover, but I'm sure the, the force or the impact of the crash oh, and if he had his feet on top of the dashboard, probably it's not Turned the same him into wheelchair Jimmy <laughs> or wheelchair Maddie, depending on how you yeah. want to cut it. So while we continue to be dis- really dis- mad, disrespectful to a paraplegic person, he has now said that what he said on that podcast about the cocaine fuel orgies was a lie. Which Madison do you believe? I believe the first Madison. But here's why I believe the first Madison. When he said that he was invited to coke orgies, he never said he was invited by Republicans. So what is the old saying? A hit dog will be the first to holler, right? Sure. Republicans jumped up. You can't say that. <laughs> I rebuke you. Hey, man, I didn't say your name, bro. Why are you jumping up? It's the guilty by, guilty by association thing. Like exactly. they fucking, they, they, like you said, they heard that shit. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You talking about me? I did a hold up. I just did a bump in the bathroom. <laughs> Fuck. I never touched that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again. After, so, after. Uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> oh my god, yo. So I just took a bump in the bathroom. This motherfucker's ratting me out. Shit. Right. Here's the thing about it. I I do feel like this is his first term serving, and. Probably longstanding and incumbent Republicans was like, yo, we invited you to this because we thought you were cool. And you're yeah, going to do us like this? You rat He is a rat, though. He is a rat bastard. He is a rat. Yeah. Because yeah, he, 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 didn't, he didn't really. T- well, it, wait, first of all, is cocaine illegal? It is illegal. It is. Yes. Illegal. It okay. is very illegal. That <laughs> is cocaine illegal. No, I'm just saying because it's so pervasive. It's so pervasive in our culture that it's like I had it's to an American pastime. It's like right, hot dogs and hamburgers. Like, 
Oh, clearly shit. nobody white really gets arrested for cocaine. So I'm thinking, no, that's that. That's that's that ain't nothing but some booger sugar. Just right. go ahead and take that right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, how the fuck you gonna tell us, man? I mean, we invited you to the fucking party, right? We had we had cars light. We had fucking enough Bolivian cocaine to kill five horses, and we had all these bitches and midgets, and you had to say something. <laughs> and I told I I told Chad. Don't invite Matt. Don't He's invite Wheelie Matt. He's kind of square. He's kind of square. <laughs> and you insisted. You said Wheelie First Matt's all, cool. First of all, let me tell you something. It seems that. Uh, there's a witness, there's an eyewitness to these coke orgies, and he's come forward to share his story. What's your name, sir? That's not important. I'm not going to tell you my name, okay? And how are you connected to these coke-fueled orgies? Listen, everybody knows everybody likes a little person at these orgies. We carry the cocaine on these little plates, so they go around, they sniff the cocaine off us, and then they beat us in the head. And Madison was the worst, because he took his wheelchair and rolled right over my little midget feet. I mean, what the fuck? It hurts. My little feet hurt too. Midgets feel pain. It's not a funny thing. And then they would kick us hard because we were little and we couldn't fight back. I hate those fucking people. Madison was the worst. I'm sorry, I'm going off. He changed his voice to protect the identity of this whistleblower. More at 11. This is my voice. What are you talking about? This is how I fucking talk. They didn't change anything. I was there. More than 11, So uh, the Republicans sort of started skewering him, saying that they didn't trust him. You know, he was a liar. Like, they, But they are supposed to be the party that's about family value. Yes. And they did not, they they did did not admonish him right. for the idea that there was coke and an orgy going on. They right. admonished him for the fact that he was willing to, to reveal. To reveal Yes. Yeah. They didn't say anything. Coke orgies apparently are Christian like, but revealing that there are Coke orgies in Washington. Orgies. That needs to be addressed. That needs to be addressed. Is good. But they never said like, we're gonna root out, we're gonna drain the swamp. Right. All these find orgies. out all these orgies and what type of oils they lube and lubes and we're gonna find everything. We're gonna we're gonna do yeah. all of that. It's an amazing point to me because it, you're right. It, no one said, "My goodness, is this happening? We need to stop this." How? I'm in shock. <laughs> it was more like, "Who's at the orgies?" <laughs> was I at that one? Was I at that uh, orgy? That's yeah. why they fucking everything. <laughs> Everybody has phone can- like this. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't want to say anything because both on both sides. Because it, in the same breath, why haven't the Democrats gone gone harder at this whole situation? That's what I'm saying. Why, right. why are they not? The why are they not ever. draining the swamp? Why are they not? Yeah. This is the perfect thing to use because they're right all there. That's my that's my uh, idea. Or my thought is that Democrats are there, Republicans are there, the media is there. They're all at these same parties. Nancy, you fucking Nancy Pelosi out there looking like uh, what's that chick from Blow? Like, I'm not what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and you know how Nancy Pelosi starts chewing like she's uh, got yeah, just smack. Yeah, that's that coke. Coke, yeah. 
coke joke. Look, if Democrats have orgies and do coke, <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. That's but don't tell me that you're about law and order. It's all bullshit, and, though. And you're buying that's what I'm saying. The, the Democrats, it's not the fact that the Democrats are, are, are performing or, or, or participating in these orgies, right? It's the fact that they're participating with them in them with Republicans. Yes. Oh, you think they're they're going to the same orgies? Yes. Yeah. I thought they were yes. There's blue no, orgies and red. Are these are my change the hoods. But we're talking about the purple orgies. Oh, the capes are there's oh the purple orgies. The gotcha. purple orgies, right? Nothing fucks you harder than a Republican. I tell you that. And I'm it's a Democrat. Just, they, they're having a good time. Right. Man. It's just donkeys and elephants. It's a circus. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a circus. It's a circus. Donkeys and elephants. <laughs> and cocaine, apparently. And little people. And fucking more it's animals. A circus. You have it's a all circus. the elements of a circus. So, <laughs> what do you guys see the future of uh, Maddie Cawthon after this revelation and this backtracking, backpedaling? Does he still have an opportunity to exist in this party or is he going to get uh, pushed out? I think he's going to get pushed out. They know that they can't trust him now. But mm. don't be surprised if this does nothing. Republicans seem to like there's there's no there's no guardrails anymore. Yeah. You just do whatever the fuck you want. Now. This is true. You can say what you whatever you want as long as you're as long as you vote the way that they want. I see Cawthorn probably being kicked out of the political system but he's gonna have a golden parachute because he's helped some sort of a lobbyist pass some sort of legislation and he'll wind up working for some scumbag company where they'll have plenty of coke orgies and he he'll no have, he doesn't he'll like coke about orgies it. he doesn't like them no that's why he called it out what i wanted to say though that he just like we party i don't know if he's going to have an easy exit because he he got a, a gut check in that um, they released that picture of him in uh, lingerie on that cruise ship. Oh, wow. And that was Republican operatives. That wasn't Democratic operatives that released that oh, picture. They're chopping him down. Yeah. There you go. But why, why are you going to invite a guy whose dick don't work to an orgy? Who's like, that's foul. That's why he's angry. He rolled over a midget's foot. So obviously something works. Or maybe he was trying to get out of there. He's trying to get out of there. Maybe he did some. Maybe he did a bump and he just started rolling around crazy. Red <laughs> Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Doing wheelies and everything in the middle of the living room. That's my head, Matt. That's my head. All right, let's get out of this segment. You know my dick don't work. Stop inviting me to orgies. <laughs> let's definitely get out of this segment. Y'all so mean. <laughs> Transition music now. Welcome back to another segment of What's the Scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? So guys, I can't wait to read you this letter, right? So this is not a letter that was directed to us. This is something that I came across and I was like, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because it's so unexpected. Let's put it that way that uh, I think it would be a great conversation. So here we go. The gentleman says that his girlfriend has a weird habit, which is getting out of hand. She is perfect, except that she has a vor fetish. Are you guys familiar with vor? I have no idea what that is. What is a vor? 
So a vor fetish, V-O-R-E, is someone who likes to imagine that they are eating their partner while having sex. Like eating their flesh? Yes. Almost cannibalistic. (laughs) Is she making that sound when she's doing it too? She's doing more than that. So at first, he thought that there was no harm in it and he let her bite him gently. But lately, it's become more violent. She's been drawing blood. She always apologizes and claims that she she just got carried away. She's 36, he's 35, and they've been together for eight months. How can he satisfy her fetish but avoid getting getting bitten? Is this Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Amber Fox? <laughs> I, should Give not her a steak. I should not reveal any names. Give her a steak or something in her mouth. No, no, no. Break up with this woman. <laughs> she months. is a... No, she's going to murder you, sir. <laughs> it, it, not now. Bite dicks off and shit like that. <laughs> Two years from now. <laughs> like, does, does it stop? What does it stop? You know, she fuck around yeah. and bite you in your balls. You're going to be on All South Mysteries, motherfucker, if you don't break up with her. How are you gonna you gonna sleep next to somebody who who fantasizes about eating your eating you? Hold up. How do you sleep? Well, he was, hold up. First of all, was this conversation when she told him that she has this fetish? First off, I don't believe there was a conversation. I don't think there was a conversation about this. I think they started having sex and she started biting him. And he was like, All right, that's cool. And then she got more aggressive and he was like. Hold up. Hold up. Bitch. Hold up. That hurt. No, like for real, that hurt. Like pineapple stop juice. Playing. That's stop my safe playing. word. I'm saying stop it. Please stop. Stop playing. Stop playing. We so yeah, I think this was a matter of him like progressively understanding that this was something that she was into. And it was also increasingly becoming painful for him. Well, when you gotta start writing letters, it's time to go. You know it's time to go. What do you want to pre- perspective he, he, from someone else. With her, if if he's with her, you would tell him to leave. Alaric, you would tell him to leave. Yes, Vanny, you would tell him to leave. It, it I, again, it's, it's getting crazy because you. I think that like, like Rick, it might get progressively worse. But my thought is this: I'm going to break down the mathematics real quick. Right. He's with her for eight months. Eight months mm-hmm. so far. When you're with a person for eight months, you're fucking a lot. That's a lot yeah. of biting. Right. Yeah. So either her pussy is amazing mm-hmm. or the biting is, is like, uh, he, he goes, uh, I can come. Well, she's drawn blood. Uh, she's drawn blood. Well, then that's, listen, bitch, I'm not, you're, you're not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the victim of a vampire. So you need to stop with the fucking biting. What the fuck is mm. going on? That's what you need to go. If the, because if the pussy's that good, you think, can I, Vin, listen, Vin, can you I got, just give you a sandwich? Yeah. Vin, you got I a point. I had not factored in the fire pussy <laughs> into the equation. Yeah, that's and why. Eight months. That's the only the way you're biting me like that. Because yeah, I am fucking mesmerized by... To the point that she's drawing blood, you're okay with that? No, I'm oh, still well, not okay with it. I'm not okay with we're it. We're breaking up. How much blood are we talking about? <laughs> we said we're breaking up, but I'm going to get but as what many I, times as I can. In. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do this one more time. No biting. Hold up. You got what are those things you put on your arm for attack dogs? You gotta wear one of them shits. 
when you fucking a doggy style so she can bite into your arm. Gang, <laughs> Go ahead and bite it. <laughs> 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 you gotta get a fucking yo. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> the <laughs> idea that somebody's fantasizing about eating your flesh—that's mm-hmm. a little crazy. I, I didn't even know that was it even existed. Neither did I until I came across this letter. I, you like can't sexual you sense. sleep, right? Because you know, after you busting out, you want you want to take a little nap, whatever. Right. But she may still be up. She went to get well, a glass oh, of water at the kitchen or well, a I knife. It's attached to her sexual. It's, it might be attached to her sexual behavior, n- nothing else. Because she she he she apologizes afterwards, so she probably knows it's wrong. But during sex, it's just something that takes her over the she, top. Yeah, she 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 gets taken away. She's overcome by her fetish. Fuck no. this! I'm gonna bite this nigga. <laughs> ah! <laughs> hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry, I just couldn't help myself. I'm she just trying to. It. I'm no, just sold it. Look like a cheeseburger. How how that plays out? She's gonna murder him. You think yeah. so? Because she's gonna want a little more flesh than he's willing to give. A pound of flesh. I, I feel. Hard. I feel like she's going to like bite him too hard. That's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> the point where he's like he throws that across the room, like yeah, oh, or hits her, or hits, oh, hits her, or oh, hits her, yeah. And like, then the police are called, and how the fuck do you explain that to the police? Because then they be like, "What type of pussy are you? You can't take a little bite. Look at her; she's got fire pussy. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> you almost had me go down a road with you. I am not going to down going down that road with you. <laughs> but I'm saying. If you're with someone for eight months, there's a lot of sex happening. So you're telling me yeah, she's biting sure. you a lot. So you got to be able to make a decision right away. Like, yo, I'm not into this. You bit me hard. I don't know how. I don't know when it went from a nibble to, you know, uh, blood. But at that point, you got to make a decision. You go, either I'm going to deal with this because the sex is bomb and everything else about her is great. You know, she's mm-hmm. nice. She can cook. She can hook a steak up. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. She just like to bite. She got a, nah, she got a great. She's you, got a great job. All you, those things. You actually make a great point because the, the transition had to be something serious where she was probably yeah. just nibbling, and yeah. then all of a sudden, ah! yeah, she pitbulled his ass. Yeah, she did. She did. Let and go. That's, and that's what startled him. And that's what was like. And, wait and a that's, minute. And that's when. And he now it's every out. time. Right, oh, right, and that's when he went out and said, "Where can I find those things that they use to train attack dogs?" <laughs> the armed guards, because <laughs> we're just gonna do a doggy style, and you can bite away. No, now, now you got to watch the dirty talk. You you cannot be like, "I'm gonna need you to eat this dick." I mean, don't <laughs> eat it. Right, right, right. <laughs> but eat it. But don't don't eat it. Eat it. No, I I think she's gonna murder him for sure. Unsolved mysteries. Do you remember that case in Pennsylvania where the girl murdered her boyfriend in his parents' basement, but she only took I think she took the head, his legs, and his arms. She left his torso. Left the torso and she ate the meat off of I think it was his arm or his or his leg. That's enough for me to say I don't want to be on any of these programs on A&E late at night. I don't remember that story, but that is incredibly bizarre. 
It is. This is the neighbor. All I remember is that she went out there in that barbecue grill and she had arm and leg on that motherfucker. She had <laughs> she barbecued that boy. She fucked him and she then she ate his ass. That's what what's so did. funny that, is now we exactly what she did. We can cue sweet brown because Jesus <laughs> Lord, I thought it was a barbecue. It was a fire. That's the fuck's gonna happen. You know what I mean? I, I, wow. I thought she was, I thought she was cooking ribs, but she was really cooking ribs. It was his ribs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time. He's Lord as a fire. <laughs> that wasn't even scripted. That's hilarious. Oh, All right, guys. Um, and that is mm-hmm. what's the scenario? We uh, come to uh, the last part of this eventful hour. What have you learned today? I learned that Coke orgies is popping off. (laughs) 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 They are they are a thing. All right. Mm -hmm. They happen. And both Democrats and Republicans are doing it. So I I don't want to hear that bullshit. They they. That's why no one's saying anything, because everybody knows it's popping. And when the coke, or, like what happens in the coke orgy stays in the coke orgies. So it's a whole lot of mixing going on. But I don't know why I have this image in my head of Nancy Pelosi. What'd you call it? The smack jaw? With the, with the, with the Hugh Hefner jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting in the side of the, the room watching the orgy go on. Yeah. With a bottle of, with, with a bottle of my way. <laughs> with, with a bottle of my way in one hand and a gavel in the other hand. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Naked with our legs crossed. <laughs> that is just okay. I've had enough to drink. Go on, sir. What have you learned today, Allery? I learned a very, very important lesson tonight. Do not invite the guy whose dick does not work <laughs> to the Coke orgy. <laughs> Because he's definitely going to snitch. He's mad. Because he thinks you're making fun of his. Let me make him fun of me. You're going to give me cocaine. Wait, which is an interesting point. Do you think he was just invited or do you think he went to the party? No, he said he was invited. He didn't say he went. Okay. So he really doesn't know. That could have been just like. He probably went to one of them. Yeah, I feel like he did. And yeah, I feel like he he definitely went to the coke part. Yeah, it's like a a front room and a back room. Front room just has all the coke. Right. You do all the coke, and then you go in the back room. And then you elevate, and you graduate to the second part of the party. Is he married? No. He's not married. Who's going to marry him? His dick doesn't work. (laughs) Listen, Listen, hold up. If there's somebody out there... If there's somebody out there wanting to bite and eat a person during sex... He needs to get with her. He needs to get with that woman. Bite. He can. She can bite his legs <laughs> all night. <laughs> <laughs> the waist down is yours, honey. Go ahead and bite away. I can't even anywhere feel. from the waist down. <laughs> it's all yours. Oh, hey, Nibbama, you can God, bite my toes off. I don't give a fuck. Ridiculous. <laughs> off the rail. But my dick don't work. It's so <laughs> <is> that. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to be upfront with it. Uh, my dick don't work. <laughs> don't worry nigga I just want to bite your feet anyway uh, <laughs> she can go to town on his feet bitch <laughs> 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 got a mouth open like cookie monster <laughs> his toes just flying everywhere yeah 
Oh my god. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another uh episode of Decoding 40. We'll be back here next week. I hope you will be too. Um you can catch us on every major platform that you enjoy your podcast. You can call us even if you love or hate the show at 619-940-4040. I hope that was enough numbers. Whatever platform you're listening to this on, you should send us a review. Yes. You know, just give us give us give us one star, give us five stars. Give us mostly five stars though. Don't give us one stars. Whatever platform you're listening to us on right now, just give us a little review. Tell us how much you like it. It's going to take you or, 2 seconds or, to do it and it helps us out a lot. It helps our algorithm. It helps it helps other people find us. And if you're not following us on Instagram, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Dakota Forty. Also on Twitter at Dakota Forty. Uh, actually, everything we are decoding Forty on every possible platform. We you can't miss us. Uh, TikTok, all of it. Um, TikTok, we there. We doing it all, Shane. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know how you feel, what you like, so we can continue to do it. Well, there you have it. I would love to leave you with some sage words from the poet from Houston who goes by the name of Meg the Stallion. Don't get mad, ho. Get a bag, ho. And on that note, <laughs> God bless you all. And have Listen, an amazing week. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Voldemort! <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.